In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. You're invited to be seated. From our second reading, which came from Acts 19, Paul said to them, Did you receive the Spirit when you became believers? And the Ephesian Christians replied, No, we have not even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. Then the Apostle Paul said, Into what then were you baptized? I'm sure you, like me, have been troubled by the events that swirl around our world and our country today. This morning, I want to ask you the same question you heard the Apostle Paul ask in our reading from Acts. Paul was traveling from church to church teaching the good news of Jesus Christ... And he came to the church in the city of Ephesus. He noticed something that interested him. It was something based on their practice of baptism they received from the tradition of John the Baptist. This prompts a profound question from the apostle. He asked them, Into what then... Were you baptized? Basically, he said, you practice John the Baptist's purification ritual that marks a movement away from sin. But what is it that you are completely immersing yourself into now? Are you about a shower that washes away the feeling of guilt and the penalty of sin when we hurt another or we have done something wrong? Or are you about the complete immersion into Christ that buries one way of being and allows the Holy Spirit to recreate life within us and raise us up to a new spiritual way of being in the world. Today, the church around the world reflects on baptism, on this celebration of the baptism of our Lord Jesus Christ. And it now reflects on the role that baptism plays in our faith as people who follow the way of Christ. Christians, very early on, experienced something beyond a purification ritual that allowed a baptized person to express freedom and forgiveness. The early church found that their baptism was infused with the presence of God's Spirit, just as Jesus experienced that same Spirit in his baptism. The generations that followed Jesus encountered the spiritual force of the Holy Spirit 
coming into their life every time they reclaim their baptism. Paul's question around the central importance of baptism is still a pertinent question that might be particularly important to hear today in our political and pandemic environment. Into what were you then baptized? Or what is it that you have completely immersed yourself into so that you see the world through the eyes of Christ. Our world seems to be immersing us in fear and confusion. In the words of Paul in 1 Corinthians, our baptism spurs us into faith, hope, and love, the greatest of these beings. Love. Now, 2,000 years later, the importance of our life, centered in our baptism, lets us navigate a pandemic and political world with faith, hope, and love. First and foremost, the image of water and the Spirit are the driving force of this question about what a baptized person means as they call themselves a Christian. Water and spirit are foundational to the creation story we heard Phil read from Genesis. It was our Old Testament reading. Listen to the very first two verses in our Bible. In the beginning when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was formless, void, and darkness covered the face of the deep while a wind from God swept over the face of the waters. In the Hebrew creation story, God took the pre-existing stuff, the void and the formlessness of the universe, the chaotic void, the chaotic waters, the chaotic formlessness that is out there, and the spirit moves through it. The wind, the ruach, the breath of God moves over the face of the pre-existing deep. Basically, the first act of creation in this Hebrew story is for the Spirit of God to move over the pre-existing chaotic mess and bring it to order, bring meaning and purpose and structure to everything. That image of God's Spirit moving through the waters and recreating order and purpose out of a chaotic mess is Paul's starting point for creation of the world and our spiritual creation when we are baptized into Christ. Baptism is a spiritual transformation event, a recreation of life when it is infused with God's spirit. It isn't just 
a washing away of guilt. It is a baptism that recreates the way we encounter every aspect of life from that point forward, including pandemics and politics. The power of baptism is a whole new ordering of life. That was the emotion behind Paul's question of the Ephesian church. What then were you baptized into? He noticed that they were just celebrating one tiny aspect of the Christian faith. Yes, we are forgiven of the wrong we have done, but it doesn't end there. It is a baptism, a recreation into a whole new perspective on the world. It is a way of life that embraces and is empowered to live the teachings Jesus taught in the Sermon on the Mount. Where we love God centrally and we are embraced with love for our neighbor even when they are difficult to love. The church quickly found out that those who were embracing the faith desired a more concrete way to understand and remember the central teaching of baptism. Over the years, it became known as the baptismal creed. This Sunday, I want to do something a bit different from what we normally do in our liturgy. After my homily, instead of claiming our faith in the words of the Nicene Creed, I want to embrace our faith in claiming the creative and the transformative power of baptism by reclaiming our faith in the promises that we all share. I'm going to give you a heads up. Get ready your prayer book on page 303 and 304. On those pages, it is the covenant that we've come to understand is the answer to Paul's question asked in the city of Ephesus. Into what, then, were you baptized? We are baptized into the way of Christ himself. A way that can only be lived with the help of the Holy Spirit that sweeps over our life, that blows through our life and transforms our brokenness and our frailty and our pettiness into a way of selfless love towards God and the other. I believe that times of political upheaval and pandemic pain demand that we practice our faith by seeing everything through the lens of faith, through our covenant to love and serve. Flag the baptismal covenant this week. Leave your prayer book on your coffee table open to page 303. Reflect on those promises. Remind yourself in your daily context into what 
were you baptized? To treat every person with dignity. To love your neighbor as yourself. To strive for justice and peace as conjoined values. Paul's question is for us as well. What were you baptized into? Amen.